Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Final hour of the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, mm-hmm. Regal Mendoza holding down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On stage. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Going to get you caught up on the latest headlines on this Wednesday. Appreciate you joining us however and wherever you may be listening to us. We are live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube and hit the subscribe button while you are there at Kevin Gray Sports at Red Jettatula if you want to get at us on Twitter. Coming up in about 19 minutes, Mavericks open up the preseason tomorrow. Already? Already when they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll get you a little preseason preview of Luka Kyrie and the Dallas Mavericks when they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves in the Abu Dhabi games uh, over in the Middle East. Shout out to our man, the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold, living his best life with the camels and whatnot over there. Uh, (laughs) That is a statement with the camels and whatnot is hilarious. I mean, you know, a lot lot going on over there. Um, But yeah, the Mavericks, we'll get into that conversation here in about uh, 18 minutes or so. But before we get there... Been a busy Wednesday, not just, of course, as the Cowboys get back uh, on the practice field today. A lot of guys taking veteran days off, as Mike McCarthy will be getting those veterans more days off as the season goes on as they continue to get ready to take on San Francisco. But the biggest story of the day in the Metroplex, Rigo, the Texas Rangers moving on to the American League Division Series. In fact, uh, hit me with cut number 12. This is how things ended in St. No, Petersburg. I think you want cut number eight. Oh, I want cut number yeah, eight? Oh, yeah. is that? Oh, well, okay. Kirk comes to the belt. He kicks. He fires. He struck him out looking, and the ball game's over. The Rangers have swept the wild card series and are heading to Baltimore for the division series. For the first time since 2011, the Rangers have won a postseason series. And they have streamed out of the dugout and are celebrating behind the mound. 7-1, to one, the Rangers win it today to complete a two-game sweep. The Hall of Famer Eric Nadell on the call. The Texas Rangers dominate their three-game series as they win two games to none over the Tampa Bay Rays and send the Rays home. That means the Texas Rangers are headed to the American League Division Series to take on the best team in all of the American League this season and the Baltimore Orioles. 7-1, Rangers get it done. Nathan Valdi, gutsy performance from him today for the good guys as he backs up what Jordan Montgomery did in game number one. Evaldi goes six and two-thirds. 
only gives up one earned run, strikes out eight, no walks mm -hmm. on the day for Nathan Evaldi. Meanwhile, I thought he was going to make it the seven, um, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, it started getting a little tough. Put runners on base, and uh, they got they got spores up real quick, and they were like, "All right, let's warm right fast, my man." And then he was able to come in um, and finish finish out that uh, that seventh four Evaldi. But fantastic for him as you know a dude who hadn't been going all that deep. Uh, with great outings like this um, since the injury. Meanwhile, he got a lot of support today from his offense, specifically from Josh Young. And what can you say about Evan Carter, who has set the MLB postseason on fire with his first two games, including cut number four, Evan Carter going deep for the good guys today. Now two outs, Carter the batter with the runner at third. And that one is swung on and hit deep to right. Way back there. That ball is history. The kid has done it again. Evan Carter with a laser two-run homer. The Rangers lead four to nothing. He has not made an out in postseason in six plate appearances. Three extra base hits and three walks. Now, apparently we should have known, though, that the Rangers were going to win this series. Why? Because they've never lost a game to Tampa. In the That's playoffs. right. In the playoffs, they are seven for seven <laughs> against Tampa on the road. Um, and they continue that today. Uh, again, the reset that this team had to do um, in order to get themselves mentally right for this series against Tampa uh, cannot be understated after dropping the final game of the regular season that would have gotten them the American League West division. Uh, they pick themselves up, they go to Tampa, dominate for two games, get two terrific pitching performances from Jordan Montgomery and Nathan Evald. The offense was on fire, especially today. Eight extra base hits today. Mm -hmm. Two homers, five doubles, and a triple. That set a postseason club record for a single game. Josh Young had two doubles and a triple. I'll buy his lonesome. Today. <laughs> That's how good... Uh, the youngster was for the Texas Rangers. And now, Reds, they get ready to go to Baltimore to take on an Orioles team that has awaited uh, the winner uh, of Texas. And now they are going to be there starting on Saturday. Now, one of the things that I mentioned how the bullpen ERA has basically been the exact same even since they lost Felix Bautista. Um, but that might be a, middle, a little misleading because um, the closer they've had um, in his stead in Cano hasn't been all that solid um, down the stretch here. And it, the ERA might be um, being kind of bolstered or floated or kind of kept low, I guess is the way to say it, by kind of the middle relievers as opposed to the back end of the of the bullpen. So maybe that gives you a little bit of a, a hope that there's, there's some weaknesses in their pitching approach and that maybe you have some places where you can go at them. But, of course, this is a Rangers team where you're going to need to put runs up regardless of, you know, who's on the mound. You're going to need to find a way to be aggressive. And, obviously, the biggest place is make sure that you bring runners in once they're in a scoring position because that was, that was the place where you had a little bit of trouble, at least in game one. We mentioned how good Josh Young was today. Uh, Young becoming the fourth player in franchise history with at least three extra base hits in a postseason game. The only other men to do that in a Texas Rangers uniform. Uh, the list is pretty damn good. Uh, Michael Young, mm -hmm. Adrian Beltre, yep. and Nelson Cruz, all of which did it in the 2011 postseason. Yep. I was going to say all in the ALCS, but no, Beltres was in the ALDS. But yeah, very, very good team, that one, and very good company. For Seeing Josh a Young. lot of symmetry here with. Um, oh, you going to do it? Um, I saw. Uh, look, I, I didn't say anything. All I did was say a lot of symmetry here on what's been happening, you know, with these Rangers so far. So, what outfielder are you trying to damn right now? Excuse me? Huh? <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, look, enjoy it because here's the thing. We mentioned a little bit earlier, you're playing with house money, okay? You're the wild card team, and this Major League Baseball. And that card is wild, baby. It is wild, man. <laughs> Woo, Jekyll and Hyde this team has been all season. Right now, you're getting the good version of the range. But, Reg, you know this. In Major League Baseball, wild card teams, man, 
if you get hot at the right time and you peak at the right time, you can make a deep postseason run. And the Rangers give me a lot of that. All right. And I said it before the playoffs started. What did I say? This not the team that you want to you know, mess around with. You might F around and find out uh, what happens when you play this Rangers team when they're playing at their best. And the first two games uh, of this series in the clean sweep showed you what kind of potential the Rangers could possibly be on if they are playing uh, their best baseball. And that's a team that can hit, that can pitch, uh, and at least in these two games, good bullpen work yeah. um, from the good guys. So – this is the version of the Rangers that you were hoping to see start to peak, hopefully, toward a deep postseason run at this point. I just love more postseason baseball that we can Woo! uniquely invest in. Obviously, postseason baseball is going to be fun regardless. It's even more fun when you have a unique investment in the local team being involved. And so that's going to be more, even more fun to continue this thing going. In fact, you texted me as soon as they won and like, look like the Rangers are going to keep playing baseball. And I was like, great. Like give give me as much of it as you can. I'm I'm. It just makes all of this. It's what it's what the whole season is for. It's for these opportunities and these moments. Yeah, this is a little more unique than when it comes to like the National Hockey League. Because admittedly, I feel like an intruder when it comes to like when the stars make the playoffs. I feel like I'm descending upon them as they are making their run. You know, in the postseason, but this is a well. Story. Season starts next year or next week, rather. Sorry, we, exactly. We, we can make sure we're not intruders this year, buddy. Exactly. Um, but we we've detailed this. We were on the air when Jacob Degrom signed with the Texas Rangers, and the amount of excitement and trepidation uh, that came with that signing, and then everything else that came with this offseason, all the way up until they called up Evan Carter in September. The up and down roller coaster that this team has been on, and now to find themselves, you know, going to the division series uh, after being able to handle business in the wild card round, a lot of credit has given been given and should be to Bruce Bochy and the even kill nature which he has managed this ball club. He is the true definition of a manager because you got to manage emotions, you got to manage talent, you got to manage situations. Bruce Bochy, been there, done as a three-time World Series champion. I think a lot of that was able to come through in the way that he had his team ready to play and to handle business against Tampa. And Bruce Bochy Bochy deserves a lot of credit uh, for the way that that went down in the series against Tampa. A great great, uh, point that I did not really allow myself to, like, fully realize in my brain is that, um, what is it, come Monday, I believe? Or, sorry, um, come Tuesday. This is the first home playoff game at the Globe. Obviously, you've seen playoff mm. games at the Globe because of you know COVID situations mm-hmm. hosting the World Series. This is going to be the first time that the Rangers are able to play home playoff games at Globe Life Field. I oh imagine boy. that place is going to be rocking. That atmosphere is going to be incredible. You, we got a little bit of a taste of, as you mentioned, you know, a playoff games being at Globe Life Field when the World Series was here. What it feels like so long ago at this point. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm i excited to see uh, what that scene will look like and sound oh. like. Um, A texter just reminded me from the 972. They said, just think, had Adolis not gotten injured, Evan Carter would still be in AAA. Now, this is the thing. Even if he had been brought up, he wouldn't have been eligible for the postseason roster. It was because he came up as an injury replacement that he was eligible for the postseason Josh roster. Josh Smith, I believe, yeah. And so, ooh. Hey, man, those those are the breaks. <laughs> Them's the breaks. And the Rangers have been a beneficiary of that. Um, yeah, that's going to be a wild scene at Globe Life Field. More importantly for me personally, I'm happy for uh, Eric Nadell, for Matt Hicks, and our guy Jared Sandler. Their postseason continues uh, after the Rangers handled business today. Your postseason continues, baseball fans, Ranger fans. That's right. Right here on 105 through the fan. Um, and we appreciate all you Tolos, and I feel like I just want to reiterate, we are um, Dallas and Ellis counties still under a tornado warning until 1045. So, okay. you know, obviously be safe, get to safety as much as you can, and if you are indeed outside, be careful out there, you know, um, don't drown. Turn around. Don't drown. That's always something to remember. But definitely get to safety as much as as soon as you can. By the way, uh, speaking of the MLB playoffs, every one of the wild card series ended in a clean sweep. Yep. 
Uh, no Thursday baseball for us, apparently. Yeah, no Thursday baseball. <laughs> uh, Minnesota, they win 2 nothing after they broke their 18-game postseason uh, losing streak in game one. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks take out the Milwaukee Brewers. Sorry, Peyton. Uh, five <laughs> to two. Uh, they yeah, I, I imagine he's not mad anymore. Uh, probably, probably. Uh, as the Arizona Diamondbacks win their series, and the Phil- you you want to talk about a raucous crowd? The Philadelphia Phillies, yeah, in their first two games yeah. of their postseason, mm-hmm. that crowd is something else. And you know what we're getting, right? Oh, are we getting that series? Phillies Braves, baby. Oh. I'm, I'm in there like swimwear, my boy. Wow. I am so excited for that series. Whoa. So very excited to watch that series. So, wait, that'll mean the Phillies will have played both of their AL East uh, counterparts in the first two rounds of the playoffs because they took out, obviously, the Miami Marlins. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be facing the National League destroyers that are the Atlanta Braves with the National League's presumed MVP in uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. 40-70, man. <laughs> That's right, 40-70, man. 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases. Do you know how absurd that is? Yes. Yes, that I do. absurd. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, not to mention the guy in Matt Olson who hit over 50 homers. Uh, they, that, that lineup is potent. And I don't know how the Phillies deal with that. I mean, they got a terrific case in Zach Wheeler, but still, my goodness. That, that, look, man, go look at that lineup. They got some They got some hitters, man. That, the Phillies got some hitters, man. They do. Between Harper and Schwarber. That's right. Uh, they got a lot. Uh, Trey Turner. Never forget the Internet's favorite, Nick Castellanos. <laughs> They got a good lineup. They do got a, good, a fun, fun lineup. Yeah, that's going to be one hell of a series uh, between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, Phillies win 7-1 to one, uh, to sweep their series over the Miami Marlins. All right, so, again, I guess I'm just in my weatherman bag. Shout out to the 972. Mm-hmm. Um, this is weather-related, but, of course, I'm reminding again, tornado warning for Dallas and Ellis counties. Um, you know what days like this, on a less serious note, um, what what annoys me about them? Oh, it reminds me that we got dishes up here. What? Right? We got the we got the the dish. We got television that is not that is connected oh, via dish. Oh oh oh! Because as soon as it get nasty outside, yep. I can't watch nothing. Cut out. I can't watch nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to see how that uh, how that Marlins Phillies games ended because you, you didn't miss much. Clearly, I guess. But it's just like oh, I keep looking up. Like let me check on. Nope. Not checking on nothing, buddy. <laughs> Not checking on a damn thing. That is one of the downsides of satellite television. Once it goes out, yep, you're done. Well, just got to hope the heavens clear up. You- <laughs> uh, from the 682, can't stand Eagles fans, but those Phillies fans were pretty badass. They're, I mean, they're one and the same. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. They are one and the same. Unfortunately. Uh, from the 214, I got a World Series rematch. They are predicting. You want to see a World Series rematch? From last year, I'm guessing. Uh Do I want to? I don't know. I kind of want to see the. Well, okay. I can't say that. I can't say what I want to say. You know know exactly what I was going to say. I can't say that. Yeah, what are you doing? Because I I would love to see the Texas Rangers go as far as they damn well can. Of course. That being said, if they didn't. In 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 that in lieu of that, I would like to see the Baltimore Orioles do something. Did I did I did I land it? I mean, did you I can say it? anybody as long as you don't say. Did I land it? You know, any you know that team from Houston. We don't give a damn about them. Uh, I don't know that they're good enough. Like we, I don't think they are either. There's I been think a lot Baltimore of unserious allegations team, on them. But I look, man, that's a team that has a losing record at home. They in this do. But the team that just had the best record at home in the American League, guess what? They're at home. Still at home. <laughs> <laughs> They're at home. Right, still at home. <laughs> um, but I feel like the – okay, before we go to break, I feel like the real World Series might be if we get the Dodgers and the Braves in the National League Championship Series. Is that bad? <sighs> no. Like those, those, those are those are the ones, man. And that's no disrespect to Baltimore. But, damn it, the Dodgers and the Braves – 
If those two meet in the National League Championship Series, that is going to be one hell of a series between those two teams with all those stars between Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, we mentioned Acuna, Matt Olson, you know, Albies, you know, take your pick. So there you go. Uh, those are some of your headlines here on the Get Right. We're Reggie KJ here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time to toss some hoop. Hoop it up. Mavericks debut their rookies tomorrow? Question mark. Next on the Get Right. Don't look, I've already come from my own, you know, uh, self in this particular way. Pause.
Back here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yo. Regal Mendoza holding it down for you here. The Mavericks in action tomorrow for the first time in the 2023-24 NBA season as they open up the Abu Dhabi games uh, beginning tomorrow. Uh, we'll get into some of that based on what the Mavericks could be looking like when they roll out their starting lineup. <laughs> looking forward to seeing what that looks like. Uh, at Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Edatula, if you want to get at us on Twitter with me until 11 o'clock tonight, live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. The truckred.com text line, 877-881-1053. Uh, appreciate all those who hung out with uh, myself, Nate Newton, Kyle Yeomans, and George Teague on the uh, Cowboys Crosstalk show tonight, if you listen to that uh, from 7 to 8 p.m. Good time with uh, – George Teague. It's always good to have him during 49ers week. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, that one time, mm-hmm. you know, took out T.O. at the star or at uh, Old Cowboy Stadium. So Texas Stadium? Texas Stadium. You know. Did you forget what it was called? And no judgment. I just wondered that. Like, because you said it's it on the broadcast. Day. You yeah, said it on the broadcast, and I was like, I did. I, I did. know KG knows what the name of that stadium is. It is. It's Texas Stadium. And your boy's been up since 5.30 a.m., so, you know, Ooh, a lapse or two in the Brother. brain is um, probably warranted <laughs> at that particular point. Can we just take a moment to shout out my partner in crime here, Kevin Gray. I was going to make up a middle name, but I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do you like that. <laughs> I was going to say Bartholomew. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man, you, you be working hard, very, very hard to do the various things that you do. I appreciate you making sure to make just a little bit of time at the end of your day to hang out with myself and the Tolos. Kevin the Gladiator Gray? Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. Would that be your wrestle name? No. Have you thought about this before? No. Okay. Um, But I like it, though. But I appreciate that, man. Yeah, look, man, uh, one thing I have never taken for granted in this business uh, before we talk about the maps is the idea – of what it means to work hard and to do right by people and the people who listen to us uh, on this show at this station uh, deserve 100% every time I step behind the microphone or really any of us when we step behind the microphone because it's a privilege and an honor to be able to do this, to talk sports and be able to do it the way that we do with the creativity that uh, we are able to do it with. So I don't take any opportunity for granted um, to be able to share that uh, that gift that I feel like I've been given to uh, entertain the Tolos and uh, those who enjoy our our program. So shout out to y'all for making uh, us feel good about the stuff that we get to do. And uh, I don't mind working hard at it. Oh, send in your potential Kevin Gray wrestling names oh, on the wow. truckwreck.com text line 877 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, As you might be able mm-hmm. to tell, a little bit long day for me as well. 877-881-1053. Shout out to Swaggy Booties who submits Kevin F them grocery carts, gray. <laughs> that's a true Tolo right there. Shout out to Swaggy Booties. Yeah, that's a good callback right there. Mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. A, that's a good callback. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's talk a little Mavericks basketball. I, I'm so excited for this season. Um, not just because, obviously, you got Luka and Kyrie. Finally actually going to be able to get large minutes together. Yeah. From yeah, jump. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but it feels like, at least on the court, uh, there's been some new life, you know, breathed into the organization, you know, with the additions of Derek Lively and Omax Prosper. Obviously, the acquisition of Grant Williams coming over from Boston. Uh, you brought back Seth Curry for his third tour duty with this team. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot to be excited about. And we get to see some of that begin tomorrow uh, when the Mavericks take on. The Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, that game, I believe, 11 a.m. local time. Uh, if you're going to be watching that game, it's going to be on NBA TV. So a great time to not have baseball, I guess. Like, we will supplement that baseball. There you go. That's right. With some basketball then. That's Although, right. to be fair, with the way that that would have timed out, it would have led kind of nicely into baseball. But it's fine. Shout out to the Rangers and the clean, clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you most excited about with this new look? Mavericks team where Jason Kidd has said, look, man, uh, these rookies, Omax, Derek Lively, come on down. You're going to get a chance to show what you got, and it starts tomorrow. 
Well, if you're allowing me to answer first, I will take the easiest answers off the board. The two positions that are not guaranteed locks for starters. <laughs> I'm very intrigued to see what it is that the young guys can give you when it comes to starting center and starting three, kind of like wing. And also like kind of how those how those rotations seem to gel. Now, one thing that uh, Jason Kidd has said, and I truly believe him on, because, you know, sometimes Jason can be talking, um, is that everybody that's on the roster is going to get an opportunity, right? Like, he he seems to have a very big um, heart for that. And I'm sure that being a former player plays into that, where it's like, look, man, if you're on this roster, you're going to have an opportunity to display your capabilities of doing whatever, whether it's for this ultimately for this team or for another team that might be out there looking. You're going to be able to show your wares. And so I'm interested in seeing maybe the way different ways that and you're not going to get a full range of this, but like the different ways that you can maybe see certain players mixed and matched. Right. And maybe seeing starting to see some of the discussed partnerships that we have heard about that I'd like to see on 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 court a la Luka Doncic playing pick and roll with Derek Lively. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really intrigued by those things. But of course, it starts with Omax. And uh, uh, I guess I should say his full name, Olivier Maxence Prosper and Derek Lively II, what they are capable of doing in more prominent roles early. Like how far along are they and are they ready to play prominent minutes and maybe even start uh, for this team? And when I say start, actually, can I take a second to clarify? Like we've been talking about starting and that's Mm -hmm. one thing. The most important thing is who closes. And so Mm, that's how this league is. We talk a lot about starting, but really it's not who the five are that start. It's who are the five that you feel comfortable enough closing out games. And so I also are those guys capable enough that they're end up, they'll end up being considered for closing minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised at the idea that we'll get to see these rookies, you know, fairly early on in the starting lineup alongside, you know, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, and Grant Williams, uh, I'm presuming the lineup is going to look like Luca, Kyrie, Grant Williams, uh, Olivia Maxis Prosper, and Derek Lively at center. But the thing I'm most interested in, and you started to allude to it a little bit, what do these rotations begin to look like behind yeah. those individuals? Because a lot of guards on the team. A lot of guards. Yeah. You're undersized at center after Derek Lively with Dwight Powell and Rashawn Holmes there. Rashawn Holmes goes what, like six eight? About six eight, six nine. Okay. So undersized there at center. But then, and you just mentioned it, you got a bunch of guards between Tim Hardaway, Jaden Hardy, Seth Curry. You've got to figure out what those guys mix and match and look like and who runs that second unit because I imagine the amount of staggering that you'll see with Luka and Kyrie, with Luka running the second unit at times, Kyrie being able to do the same. But what those pieces look like and fit around those two superstars given the rotations that they have. And again, what does that look like from a defensive standpoint? Because we talked about the undersized you know, nature of Rashawn Holmes and Dwight Powell. Maxi Cleveland at times is going to be your small ball five, you know, coming off the bench with his ability to stretch the floor from the three-point line, but also provide you, you know, some versatility on the defensive end. So what these rotations look like to me are going to be very interesting to see how those play out uh, during the preseason and obviously into the regular season as well. But Jason Kidd has got a lot of different pieces that he can mix and match who he starts to find trust with, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully he lets Tim Hardaway Jr. know by the time they got to Abu Dhabi that he's going to be, you know, a six-man at this particular point um, because, you know, we know how Jason Kidd likes to inform his, his guys about things and roles, uh, you know, after after the fact, that kind of thing. Are you sure Tim Hardaway Jr. is your six-man on this team? Uh, he has to be by default. Um, I, here's the thing. I am still very surprised – that Tim Hardaway Jr. is on this roster as of right now, because there's a lot of there's a lot of redundancy. It feels like with Curry, Hardaway, Jaden Hardy, who I feel like should get more minutes than Hardaway anyway. Which is again why I'm surprised he's still with this team, because I thought you would be able to move on from him, knowing that you saw some emergence from Jaden Hardy and trying to build on that this upcoming season. So, yeah, by default he's going to, have to be six man right now because. He's not a good defender, and he's a guy that can provide you instant offense off the bench, but his streaky nature lends itself to you know a lack of confidence at times of what that can be on a 
night-to-night basis for him. So I'd like to shout out the Dunker Spot podcast. Great podcast by Nikias Duncan, Steve Jones Jr. Uh, fantastic uh, basketball minds. One of the things that Steve brought up was the idea of the possibility of the youngins starting. And, mm-hmm. of course, I don't know that both of them start, but let's assume that they do. Those are defensive presences, understanding that you have a lot of offense in the your, your stars of Luke and Kyrie. And so adding defensive presence is probably going to be helpful. Also, what that kind of does is that pushes a lot of the, the veteran scoring that you have on this roster to the second unit. And so you might not have to worry nearly as much about the scoring capability of the second unit and having to stagger as much, although I'm sure you still will in some ways. Mm-hmm. But like you maybe you feel even more comfortable with the idea of your second unit will come in and get buckets with the like of Seth Curry and Tim Hardaway Jr. and so on. So I'm interested in that. But also, like how willing is, you know, Jason Kidd, as you mentioned, in ro- uh, ro- rotations rather, um, I kind of want to, f- you know, stretch that out. How willing is he going to be to go small? How willing is he going to be to go big? Like, how does that mix up as well? And what kind of funky lineups can we possibly see in the preseason? And a lot of these questions, we're not going to answer all of these. Especially if that rotation includes Josh Green, if he's not going to be in the starting lineup. To me, which is a mistake uh, early on, based off of how I feel about where Josh Green is as far as his game relative to Omax Prosper and what that means from an experience, but also from a talent level standpoint, given the fact that Josh Green, I think right now, shoots the three ball better than, you know, Olivier Max is prosper at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. And probably more consistently. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which I would think you would want in a lineup with as much defense and as much shooting as you can around Luca and Kyrie, which is why I thought the ideal lineup, which I thought was coming going to be coming into the season, it may still be that way, uh, would be Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, Grant Williams as your as your four. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Dwight Powell as your, you know, starting five as you bring along uh, Derek Lively. But this is what the preseason's for. Yeah, absolutely. So all these things I imagine we're looking out for, and hopefully we'll see the beginnings of answers as they play their Abu Dhabi game. I believe the first one's against the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Uh, Both of them are. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they play October 5th and 7th, both of those. Which, hey, that's going to be a fun one because you're going to start having to figure out how this team handles size. Because one thing you have mentioned, Woo! KG, mm-hmm. in the West, there is a lot of bigs that are capable of playing. And so you're going to have to know how to handle that in some way. So we're going to get the first taste of how does this team handle size because that team has three big dudes that they like playing frequently. They do. <laughs> they really do. Uh, shout out to Gavin Spittle. Uh, Kevin, 50 Shades of Grey. Uh, Kevin, say hey, Grey. Say hey. Okay. Like to say hey, kid? To say hey, kid. That's not bad company to be put in. Um, Real quick before we go. Mm-hmm. From the 832, what are the expectations for this Mavericks team? I don't know that I want to put out the larger expectations for everybody else, but for sure. me personally, I think that this is a team that I expect to be in the upper part of the play-in conversation and hopefully contending and vying for that safety of the playoffs at around the six seed. Yeah, the six to eight range is where I have the Mavericks right now. Um, which, again, top six obviously is the goal, but that six to eight range is where I have them uh, currently right now. It's to get right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, it's the final call.
Final time here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yeah. Regal Mendoza hold it down for you here. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. If you missed anything during our three-hour program tonight, you can hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app or you can go to the Get Right podcast page on 105.3thefan.com. You can listen to any episode, any segment, anytime on demand. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow morning starting at 5.30 a.m. with Sean and RJ as they recap the Rangers clinching the American League wildcard series against the Tampa Bay Rays, and they move on to take on the Baltimore Orioles in the division series beginning on Saturday, uh, game one at noon on Saturday afternoon. It's going to be one hell of a weekend in DFW sports, you've got um, Texas and Oklahoma descending upon the Cotton Bowl. Red River Showdown, baby. And yeah, you got the Red River rivalry there. You've got the Texas Rangers taking on the Baltimore Orioles. And then, of course, it is all capped off on Sunday Night Football, the NFL's game of the week. The San Francisco 49ers hosting the Dallas Cowboys, a rivalry renewed uh, between those two bitter rivals on Sunday night football. Uh, so you want to keep it locked in all weekend long on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers, 105, three of the fan. Uh, you also want to show up at uh, old 75. That's right. In Richardson. That's, that's just right. off of 75. Yeah, and come, hang out with your boys. Yeah, come hang out with the get right at old 75 Beer Garden on Sunday evening as we will be watching those said Cowboys taking on the 49ers. Looking forward to hanging out with the Tolos and Cowboys Nation as we take in what hopefully is a terrific football game. As I mentioned, the NFL's game of the week um, in week number five of the NFL. We'll have more as the week goes on. Programming note for us tomorrow, we'll be back at 7 p.m. Uh, as Katie Drummond of the Cowboys Wire is going to join us at 7.20 tomorrow evening. Always a wealth of information our guy Katie is the uh, managing editor of the Cowboys Wire for USA Today. Uh, He's going to join us at 7.20 uh, tomorrow night. Uh, It's the final call here on the Get Right before we get out of here on this Wednesday night. Again, hopefully you all are safe and sound uh, and taking shelter if you need to in the various respective areas uh, where we had some severe weather Mm -hmm. uh, over the last few hours. Yeah, I think uh, I will go to our weather correspondent, Rodrigo Mendoza, at our Uh weather desk. Uh, Rodrigo, uh, first of all, do you have a current status for me on where we are as watches, warnings, so on and so forth? It's raining. Okay, fantastic. And then um, when it came to the raining, uh, on the text line we have from the 214 saying FC Dallas was delayed three hours plus before being canceled. Sound like you had some interesting updates from Toyota Stadium up in Frisco. Yeah, so apparently... Uh, the O or part of the O uh, from the Toyota Stadium logo thing fell off uh, earlier tonight. So that was a uh, oh was, yeah. I believe I saw on Twitter somebody got hit with a little bit of it oh, and no. got to keep a little bit of it. It wasn't. It's not like a big. De- I mean, it's not. It is a big deal, but it, you just didn't get injured too. Well, know. thankfully, all right. Yeah, thankfully, no, no, yeah. no, no known injury. Yeah, no, no, no. Fantastic. Um, also, shout out to Carter Freeman, who apparently is on the YouTube. Uh huh. And I, I'm sure you can guess what he, what he says here, as he says, "I hope you boys have this midweek conference USA action on in front." Of you. <laughs> uh, I did. Thank Carter you, Carter. Is a yes, sicko, sir. man. Yes, Get out of here, man. Huge I sicko. did have it. Go to bed, Carter. Huge sicko. Um, yeah, Rodrigo does. I do not because only one TV is on for me, and it is currently looped on a Chipotle commercial. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> I'll also have it on Conference USA tomorrow as my Sam Houston Bearcats try to get their first win in FBS football. Still? Oh, wow. Okay. They got their first touchdown a few, I think, a game or two ago against Houston. (laughs) Look, man, baby You got to walk. You got to walk. You got to crawl before you walk. Walk before you run, I guess. There you go. Uh, Yeah, tell Carter to go to sleep, man. He said he loves us, guys. I appreciate you, my man. College football sicko. Get out of here, Carter. Um, Big weekend for him and his Oklahoma Sooners. In fact, you know what? I probably should try and talk to somebody about getting getting amped and getting prepared uh, with some analysis for that game. But um, I would like to alert you, Kevin Gray. Oh. Uh, to a man who very much sees his job as just a job. You know who I'm talking about. It is <laughs> NBA two-time MVP and finals MVP, Nikola Jokic. Uh-huh. 
who was asked in media day for the new uh the denver nuggets if uh this summer was the the most fun summer he's had and you know like it makes sense like they had a fantastic run in the playoffs they won the first championship in that franchise's history correct or at right. the I was like, was it a long time or was it just the first time? First one ever. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And so, look, man, there's a lot of reasons to be, you know, to have fun and be um jubilant. His response to if this was the most fun summer he's had, quote, no, it was the opposite. We played an extra two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> that he man said- was like, no. No, they, all this winning made me do extra work. Work cut into my free time. <laughs> I, all I wanted to do was ride my horses, and y'all had me dealing with Jimmy Butler. What is wrong with y'all? Apparently, he hardly picked up a basketball this summer um, with all the celebrating he was doing and carrying on with. Look, he's... Nikola Jokic is, is a marvel, um, and we all saw his... You know, epic NBA finals and NBA playoff performances that he had this past season. He's the best player in the world right now. And I don't think it's um it's a particularly hot take to to say that. With all due respect to actually, no, he's the second best. Cause I have said in the past that Giannis was the best because he does it on both ends. Uh Nikola Jokic doesn't really, you know, do it on the defensive end. Yeah, but all. I mean he he's he's found ways to be serviceable. Over the past season, I think that yeah, that's, that's been a great thing. You don't thing. have to hide him, necessarily. I but. think the consensus amongst basketball talkers is that he's the best. And, I mean, obviously, this sure. ends up shifting all the time for obvious reasons. When you're at the top of the you know, of the mountaintop, people are going to appreciate you and respect you as such. But, yeah, no, most people are very willing to, at the very least, have the conversation about him being in there, mm-hmm. if not being the best player in the world right now. And I mean, rightfully so. And with that being the case... All that talent, all that ability. Not that he, um, you know, denigrates that or not that he takes it for granted. But that man wants nothing more than to be in his country playing with, at home. playing with his horses. Yes. That's it. Yes, very much so. Uh, so final call here on the Get Right. Uh, shout out to Nicole Hutchison. She is the new, newest Dallas Cowboys team reporter. Uh, of course, Haley Sutton, who is now with CBS Sports. Get that money, Haley. Yeah, Haley doing incredible work for uh, CBS Sports. Um, yeah, the Cowboys. Uh, and she was able to announce that today, that she is the newest Dallas Cowboys team reporter. So you go follow her uh, on Twitter at Nicole uh, Hutchison TV. That's N-H-U-T-C-H-I-S-O-N-T-V. You did that. So. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, so shout out to Nicole. I met her tonight, actually, before uh, oh, Cowboys, okay. Cowboys Crosstalk. So uh, Kyle Yeomans was, you know, showing her around, that kind of thing, of course, as she get used to her new digs. Um, and, uh, yeah, make sure y'all go follow her on Yeah, do it quickly before she also gets a big time TV. Uh. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, no, she is um, excited to uh, join the Dallas Cowboys as their newest team reporter. So uh, welcome, Nicole. Hope uh it all goes well for you. Here. I'm sure she'll be great. One of the things yeah. that you can always uh, applaud Dallas Cowboys media for is that they do a great job of finding and developing talent. I mean, we were just talking earlier in the break about how our friend Patrick Walker. That That's man, right. I mean, not to say I don't want to say glowed up because he's always been phenomenal at what he does. Um, but he's he's a little bit less accessible to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh... There's a lot of people that are demanding of his time now. Yes, and good for good reason because he gives, as he would like to say, that that science. Uh, and you can tune in to him tomorrow mm-hmm. at 9:20 a.m. with uh, Sean and RJ. Um, shout out to John Butchagross. Yes, the, I know the hockey hawk is listening. I'm so uh, glad you're bringing this up. ESPN is creating an NHL version of the NFL Red Zone called Frozen Frenzy. It launches October 24th on ESPN2 with all 32 teams in action, hosted by John Butchagross. Quote, fans will see every goal, every power play, and every hit. I'm so intrigued by this because the idea of the red zone works a little bit easier in a sport that has these breaks and kind of has these very clear indications that there are threats, right? Once you get into the red zone, there's a clear threat. Hockey's so much more free flowing that I'm, I'm intrigued to see how this works. 
you know, just like from a, you know, mechanical standpoint, but I'm also interested as somebody who has stretched myself very far on sports watching and things. If this is going to make hockey just a little bit easier to consume for me, because mm-hmm. that is something that I think hockey ends up being a little niche in a way. And not to say that it is like fully inaccessible, because I think a lot of people that have gone to a hockey game instantly fall in love. I just wonder if this makes it opens the door just a little bit to more folks who are not going to end up in an arena for a hockey game. You know, like I, I'm very intrigued on that front as well. Uh, I'm excited to see what this looks like and yeah. how it comes to uh, comes to fruition. So shout out to John Butchagross, who's done a terrific job covering the NHL for a very, very long time. Really good interview as well. Um, wow. When he is, when, no, I'm saying when he's come on with Sean and RJ, they had a lot of fun with him um, during the playoffs this past season. So, yeah, the frozen frenzy. Uh, beginning on October 24th. You said that's on ESPN2? ESPN2. Fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no, you don't even got to go. <laughs> Shout out to the Hockey Hawk. That was very loud. I was like, is the Hockey Hawk inside of my skull? That was crazy. <laughs> Here you go. Appreciate the hard work of my man Rigo Mendoza on this Wednesday night. Thank you, sir. For my partner, Reginald Atatula, my name is Kevin Gray. This has been the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. We'll be back with you tomorrow, beginning at 7 o'clock on your home with the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Y'all be good. We will talk to y'all tomorrow. Rangers, postseason baseball. Gotta love it. Be easy. Peace. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. You ready? Coming up on the next edition of the Get Right with Reg and KG, Katie Drummond of the Cowboys Wire jumps on with us to. Ugh. Coming up on the next edition of the Get Right with Reg and KG, Katie Drummond of the Cowboys Wire jumps on with us to further. No, okay, I got you, I got you. Katie Drummond of the Cowboys Wire gets on the show. Katie Drummond of the Cowboys Wire hops on with us to continue getting ready for Cowboys Niners. It's a full show, seven to it's a full show, seven to eleven PM right here on 105 through the fan.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.